Why do we start when we teach children? Chumash, we start by teaching them Vayikra. Rather than Bereshus. We don't start at the beginning at Bereshus. The reason is the children are pure. They're still children, they're pure. And the carbonus, the sacrifices, the offerings are tahirim, are pure. Let the pure children come, the Yisaskubatahirim, and study about the pure carbonus. That's what the Medish says. What exactly does it mean the carbonus are pure? Some of the commentaries say, it means that the people that a yid that brings a carbon has to be in a state of ritual purity of tara. Nishbetume is not allowed to be tome in order to bring a carbon. So therefore, that's called tahirim. The carbonus of tahirim. But according to other commentaries, as vert that by bringing a carbon, the person, the yid, becomes pure from the sin that he committed. That's often a, a reason why you didn't bring a carbon to atone for a sin you bring the carbon you become pure but both of these explanations lack you still need further explanation because from from the way the medish puts it the carbonus are pure is mashmat would seem as the carbonus that we're talking about the carbonus that they are pure, the carbonus are pure. They are not that the ones bringing the carbon either need to be pure or become purified through it. That's talking about the yid that brings the carbon, not about the carbon itself. The medrash seems to be saying that the carbon is pure. On the other hand, learning to say it in the most literal sense that the carbonus are to the carbonus that they are pure is is talking about is discussing the carbonus itself is is also doesn't seem to flow well because by carbonus the we don't find in the teirah in describing a carbon that the carbon has to be tar. What does it mean? We find that a carbon has to be complete, unblemished. A carbon has to be of the best. Try to bring a carbon of the best of the animal or whatever you bring a carbon from. We don't find anywhere that the Torah categorizes a carbon as being tahar, that there is a need to bring it from tahirim. It would seem that we could explain it this way: as the geder from tahirim da im medish is masim demid vas chazal that the meaning of tahirim over here fits well with what our sages tell us. Zogn vegn the karbonis they say about the karbonis fun lifnei matan tayra they talk about the karbonis that people brought before matan tayra as a koyl k'sherim likach likare behema that anything before Matan any animal was kosher, could be brought as a carbon. Uh, whether it is a domesticated animal or undomesticated animal, wild animals, birds, 
could be either scharim and akevis, male or female, it doesn't matter, they could be complete, unblemished, or even if they did have blemishes, but the only condition was as long as they are of the species which is considered and not, but not from the species which are considered what we call the non-kosher species thus haste in other words as the getter from carbonus saying in other words that the carbonus how did you categorize an animal that could be brought, or a bird that could be brought as a carbon before matan as long as it's tahirim, as long as it's of the kind, the species which is considered tar. So that is a good description of tahirim, of a carbon being tar. However, and the shaykhs from the carbonus far matan is in them. But what's the connection between carbonus as they were brought before matan and the matter that we are discussing, which is of course after matan so what's the connection? Here we're talking about children, young children, minors. They themselves have no obligation to bring carbonus. In other words, in a sense, that's like the carbonus before Matan Teireh. was when the Yidin became obligated to bring carbonus. Before Matan they were not obligated. So when we talk about in today's day, a child before they are obligated to bring a carbon, that's like the carbonus which were before Matan in a sense. Then says of carbonus, just as before Matan there was not yet a an obligation to carbonus. So also the child is in a state where he's before the obligation of carbonus, therefore that can be compared to the carbonus from before Matan and therefore, tahirim is a good qual- um, way of describing those animals or what a carbon had to be in, the, in that time. But this also is difficult to say that this is what it means. Because the Medrash is trying to explain why we begin teaching a child Vayikra, Chumash Vayikra. And what do we find in Vayikra? The carbonus as they are after matan not the way they were before matan is vipastos So the comparison, the analogy of the time before matan to the child before bar mitzvah doesn't seem to fit because they are going to learn the laws of the of carbonus as they are after matan of course. So therefore, what's the comparison? Again, it's it loses the connection between before Matan and the child that's learning the carbon. So we're back to the question of what is the meaning of Teir? Gimel. In Tanchum Ved Gebracht, the Tanchum also brings this uh, statement, and then it continues and says, and therefore I, Hashem, considers it for them, as if they were standing there and bringing carbonus before me. And it, lets, it tells you, the Torah tells you, even though the Beis was already destroyed, and there is no carbonus that can actually be brought. If not for the children that are learning in the laws of carbonus, if not for those children, the world wouldn't be able to exist. 
it's only because of them, since we're not able to bring Karbonus. Once upon a time, the Karbonus kept the world going. Now there are no Karbonus, it's the children that learn the laws of Karbonus. That's what keeps the world going. That's the conclu- the, how the Tanchuma concludes this reason why we start the children learning in, Kar- in Vayikra. Is Tamua. So this has to be understood as well. The Medrash Tanchuma Alein is the Noch Mamshech, because the Medrash itself continues, That's why Hashem says to the Eden Bonai, my children, if you will be involved in the studying of Kabonis, Pashas Kabonis, I will consider it for you, as if you are bringing a carbon. In other words, to say, that means to say that anyone, any yid that studies the laws of carbonus, not only the children, is Hashem considers it for him, as if he were actually bringing a carbon. How does it? How does that fit with what the Medrash says only a few words earlier? As that if not for the children, Tafke, specifically the children, if not for the children learning about the Karbanas, the world could not have existed. If Hashem considers it for any yid, an adult too, if he learns the laws of Karbanas, as if he were bringing a carbon, so then why are, how are the children special in this? And therefore we have to say as in carbon that in this unique thing that Hashem says, I consider it as if they were bringing a carbon if they learn about the carbonus is there is some quality that can be found in the study of the children in Vayikra and the laws of carbonus over what an ordinary adult could accomplish by learning the laws of carbon and it's only by the children this idea of as if they were bringing a carbon is fully realized rather than by an adult which it's not as perfectly accomplished and therefore it's only through their learning where will we be certain that the world would continue to exist Dalit so we'll understand this what the difference is between the adults and the children in regards to this matter by first explaining in the in regards to the previously mentioned statement of the Chazal that before they were able to bring a carbon of any any tahar, any kosher species and we learned this from Noyach, in regards to whom it says, when he brought onto the, onto the Teva, from every clean species, he brought seven of each. So it des- describes it as Tahira, as a uh, Tahir species. Then the Gemara, the Gemara asks in, re- in regards to this, Mi Havet Shaita. Was there anything that was qualified as non-kosher or kosher at that time? There were no laws of kosher or non-kosher. Nobody ever said what's a, a kosher species or a non-kosher species. So how does the Torah describe it as mina behema Torah? When the Gemara is masbir, the Gemara explains us that inu from tahirim demolt is given ma'isim shas sidim What the Torah means by tahirim, which means 
those that would eventually, my Matan be qualified as a kosher species, and the Tmeim are the ones that will eventually be recognized as a non kosher species. As the Rashi actually says this in his commentary on Torah, that that's what is meant by that which will eventually be considered Torah. Thus, haste, in other words, as in the Karbonus for Noyach, Farmat and Torah is given a double for that in regards to the Karbonus of Noyach after after the Mabel, before Mat and Torah, there was a contradictory thing happened. On the one hand, the Karbonus of Noyach had gebracht sein and nicht given an inyo von Kiem mitzvah. On the one hand, Karbonus of that Noyach brought were not in any way a mitzvah. In fact, we don't find anywhere that Noyach actually fulfilled the mitzvahs, as it says by the Ovis. It was more similar to what we find in regards to people during uh, throughout history. That people, in fact, Adam himself, the the one called named Adam, the first man. They brought carbonus, but why did they? Not because Hashem told them to bring a carbon, but rather because their own feeling, they had a feeling that they want to wanted to show gratefulness to Hashem. Sleep in the for different reasons why they wanted to bring a carbon. But there was no mitzvah. But since Noyach brought Korbanus only from those species, that eventually would be Tahar, is from them Gufa Mochach, from that itself it becomes clear. That the fact that by in regards to Noyach, he, to him, there was no such thing as kosher and non kosher. As the Gemara in fact asks, was there anything as was there anything that was considered kosher or non-kosher in those days? That was only in regards to eating what he's allowed to eat. But this he already knew the distinction between that which would eventually be kosher and that would eventually not be kosher. He must have known that already, and that's why it's qualified in that way. How many seven of each of the kosher species means that he already knew what they were. Kumtois. So it comes out as for Noyach and Nishengiven as Cholayv Gideyatayda that starting from Noyach there was already, even though there was no obligation for anyone to do any of these mitzvahs, but there's certain standards that the Torah sets down and what's considered good, what's considered bad, what's considered kosher, what's considered non-kosher, already existed for Noyach. He already knew them. Even though it was still before Matan Teirah, even more, even before the time of the Ovis, before Avram, he was ten generations before Avram. True, the time of Avram already, they began to behave according to the laws of the Teirah. As we are told, that they fulfilled all the mitzvahs even before it was given. For this reason, so Noyach, even though he was long before even the others, never mind before Matan Torah, 
but still he already had an understanding of what the Torah would be considering kosher and non-kosher and that's why he brought a, a carbon specifically from ma'isim shasirim l'tar from those that would eventually be considered tar and that's why he took seven that's why he was told to actually but that's why he took seven of the kosher species onto the table so that he would have animals to bring carbonus from of course leaving at least one pair in, for, to propagate the species after <coughs> And since the connection between Noyach and these standards of Torah, we only find this expressed in regards to Karbonus. Is Yeshleima, one could say perhaps, that this is the far, that this is because that Karbonus specifically has a place even before Matan Torah. That's why the fact that Noyach already was aware and had a certain understanding of the, the standards of Torah is expressed by, by Karbonus. Because Karbonus had a greater connection to, connection to Torah even before Matan Torah. Karbonus specifically was already connected to Torah even before Matan Torah. One of the explanations that we can give about this, the connection between Karbonus before Matan Torah and Torah. Karbonus Eich Noch Matan Torah, in regards to Karbonus even after Matan Torah, even though they are, all those Karbonus are one of the 613 mitzvahs. Even though, of course, each carbon, carbon oil, carbon chattas, and so on, are one of the mitzvahs. They are a mitzvah in the Torah. But, in their effect, in what they bring about, and therefore, if they affect something that way, then it must be because they themselves are that way themselves. They, are, they have an effect which transcends Torah. It goes higher than Torah. And therefore, they themselves must be higher than Torah as well. Otherwise, how could they have an effect which would transcend Torah? Where do we see that they have an effect which transcends Torah? The far machaper they had the Torah mitzvahs. That's why it is within the ability of a carbon when a yid brings a carbon, it is able to bring a uh, atonement, which means to fix that which happened when a person violates Torah mitzvahs, the karbonas are able to fix that they bring atonement for that which means that the carbon has to be a level that transcends Torah in order to be able to fix those things in Torah which a yid may have violated otherwise if it was all within Torah how does the carbon what power does the carbon have to fix something which isn't which it itself is only a part of. So it must be a higher level and therefore from top down able to fix the uh, that which was violated, that which was left unfinished, undone, or even worse, uh, made a mess of within Torah. The signal Nacha, to say it in other words, when Ayid brings a korban Hashem, when Ayid brings a korban Hashem, the mit ois, he expresses by bringing that karma, he express, expresses ein karav la Hashem, his that he wants to be close to Hashem. 
sein Verbund mit Neubischen, he expresses his connection to Hashem. Korban means to be close to Hashem. Was erad be'etzem al sa'id, it expresses a connection which a yid has just simply because he is a yid. Not because of it, he does Yiddishkeit, but because he is a yid. That's why he has an essential connection with Hashem. And the Korban expresses that connection. That connection is not dependent on whether he keeps Torah mitzvahs or not. And just like that connection is not established through the performance of Torah mitzvahs, it transcends the performance of Torah mitzvahs. It's just because a yid is a yid. In the, for the same reason. If a yid doesn't keep Torah mitzvahs, that connection is not in any way diminished, because that that connection is not created through Torah mitzvahs, and therefore is not diminished by the lack of Torah mitzvahs that a yid has. The essential connection between a yid and Hashem transcends Torah mitzvahs. It doesn't depend on Torah mitzvahs and therefore cannot be diminished as, because of a lack of Torah mitzvahs. Similar to what it says, You are children to Hashem your God. So our sages comment on this, that even if you commit a sin, you are still, you are still my son. In other words, that committing a sin does not in any way diminish the fact that a yid is a son to Hashem. And this is the time for us, and that's the reason why Karbonus and Machaper, if a Chedva Oven, Karbonus have the ability to bring atonement for a sin. When a Yid, God forbid, violates the will of Hashem and commits a sin, is a Pagim Rachman Lutzlan in Zainus Achtus mit Neibishten, that causes a certain separation, God forbid, between the, the, between the Yid and Hashem between the connection of the Yid and Hashem, because a connection is established through Torah mitzvahs. If somebody violates Torah, then he separates, he causes a separation between himself and Hashem. How is he able to reestablish his connection to Hashem? Through a carbon. What does that mean through a carbon? by awakening and revealing once again by bringing this carbon that essential connection that exists between a Yid and Hashem in that connection it's not possible to diminish it because you did something wrong that connection exists in any case and that's why because you through a carbon you revealed your essential connection therefore it brings atonement and it wipes away the, the, what happened what was caused by the sin in other words on a regular day to day basis a yid's connection to Hashem is established through learning Torah through doing mitzvahs that's what connects a yid to Hashem the word mitzvah means to connect, right? It connects the yid to Hashem. But what happens if a yid did something that severs his connection from Hashem through an Aveira, and every Aveira causes a severance between a yid and Hashem, 
the way to fix it is bring out a deeper connection that you have with Hashem the essential connection which always exists even if a Yid commits a sin and that's the meaning of a carbon, bringing out that closeness bringing out that essential connection and that will fix whatever was harmed by the sin Vav Alpia now based on this this gives additional understanding in the Gansen in your Karbonus and the whole matter of Karbonus because one could ask the question how is it that there is three things that Hashem set out for the Yidin that's one of the pillars upon which the world exists so how is it possible that this whole idea of Avaida which Hashem, Hashem set up for Yidin so Zayin should be practice through Avedus HaKarbonus, which means it's through killing an animal to burn it on the Mizbeach it would seem that a more fitting Aveda would be a more spiritual kind of Aveda serving Hashem through your heart which means tefillah, like davening, which is a communication, a connection between Hashem, a spiritual connection between a Yid and Hashem. That brings out the connection between a Yid and Hashem in a much more manifest way. When a person meditates on Hashem and develops an emotional connection to Hashem, that seems to create a connection. What is going to do for anybody that you shecht a cow and you, uh, or an, a bull and you burn it on the Mizbeach? especially in light of the fact that Karbonos are not specific to Yidin it's not exclusive to Yidin a guy can also bring a carbon when I fill the base Hamikdash a guy can even bring a, a carbon in the base Hamikdash never mind in his own backyard he can even bring a carbon in the base Hamikdash as is well known so how is it that the carbon should be that such a pillar of service to Hashem? Well, Pikalanal is this movement, but according to the, what we explain now, it can be understood. The Anasenis, in fact, that is what makes it that way. Dafke the five of the Yiskashus Atzmus from the Eden Mitnevishn is Hecha from the Yiskashus Dozair Avaida Betayro Mitzvahs. It's because the point is that the connection between a Yid and Hashem is higher, deeper than the connection between a Yid and Hashem through Torah and Mitzvahs. There is a more essential connection even than that. And how, why are Yid connected to Hashem in a way that transcends Torah and Mitzvahs? That's because Hashem chose the Yid. His connection to Yid is made through choice. Which means, what choice means, as is well known in Chesidus, that Cho- cho- choice means you have two equal things that are similar and you make a choice if they're not similar then you were compelled to choose that one that's not a free choice then there was something that was forcing you to choose that so therefore when Hashem chooses the Yidin it means that even in that place where you can't even tell the difference between Esav and Yaakov they seem similar to each other as the Pasuk says, even though 
Esav is a brother to Yaakov. Still, Hashem says, "I will became Yaakov." I still love Yaakov, even though they're similar. Why should I choose Yaakov? Only because I decided to choose. Mitzad because of the free choice of Hashem. Mahai Tainus, in other words, that the connection between the Yidin and Hashem transcends whether they are special in their behavior towards Hashem. Mahai Taimagufet, for this reason, that's why this connection is expressed only in specifically, not to the exclusion of other ways, but specifically in Avedis Karbanis, is in Nish Nikadi Ruchnis that when you if you were to look at it on the surface, it doesn't seem to express any sort of a connection between a Yid and Hashem. Killing an animal and burning it on his bear doesn't seem to express any kind of connection between Hashem and a Yid. Especially if you were to compare a guy brings a carbon, a yid brings a carbon. So where is this special connection expressed? It's not expressed through that, at least on externally. But still, Hashem says that it's only a yid's carbon which brings out this essential connection between me and him. Because I have decided to choose a yid. And this is similar to the idea that when the Alter Rebbe says that what does it mean that Hashem chooses a Yid if a Yid has an Hashem and a guy doesn't have the Nefesh Elikiz how could he ever choose a guy? of course he has to choose a Yid so therefore he says that the Bechira specifically relates to the Guf, the body of a Yid the body of a Yid and the body of a guy are exactly similar you, you can't tell the difference between one and the other but Hashem chose the guf of a yid. In other words, not only does Hashem relate essentially to the neshama of a yid, but even to the guf of a yid. In the physical, um, the physical image of a body of a yiddish body and a goyish body are are similar. You can't tell the difference, as I said. Yet He chose the guf of a yid, and in a similar way, the fact that a yid brings a carbon which a guy could also bring. But Hashem chooses our carbon and not some and, and we don't relate to Hashem. Aveda is not the Hashem did not design Aveda to be specifically Aveda Salev, a spiritual thing, because there you could tell the difference. But that wouldn't express the essential connection. That would only express a connection which is based on they relate to me, so I love them. But that's not what the the carbon is meant to express, it's meant to express a more essential connection where you can't tell the difference and I love them as my children. That's why I love them. Zion. The mit vet mefashtein, and by this we'll understand, favos the kabonus for noyach farmatan teiro, and gehata shaychus to the kabonus for laacher matan teiro, in what way the kabonus of noyach before matan teiro are connected somehow to the kabonus after matan teiro. Sees in zei given, the gedda from teiro, shema osid, how were they connected? Because we know that his carbonus were from those animals which eventually would be considered kosher species. What's the connection? The reason that Noyach brought these carbonus was his thankfulness to Hashem. 
from the Mabu. For he was thankful that Hashem saved him from the Mabu. As the Pasuk says, Hashem remembered Noyach. Yedua, it's known, the Hezber, Fabos, the Pasuk, Yisgar, Lekimus, Noyach, is Enef and the Psukim Zechreinus, for Zvenin Gezok, the Muzdrashana. There's a well known question in regards to the Psukim of Zechreinus that are said in Musaf of Rashana, we say ten Psukim. One of them is Hashem remembered Noyach. Why would that one be included in the Psukim of Remembrance? The Psukim of Remembrance is that Hashem should remember us for the good. Us, the Yidden, that's what we pray in Rosh Hashanah. Hashem remem- should remember us for the good. What that means to say, the fact that this Pasuk of Vayiskrel Kimus Noyach is written in those Psukim, that means as the Vayiskrel Kimus Noyach Hota Kesher is a tale from Yalla that this posik of Hashem remembering Noach is somehow connected with the idea that Hashem should remember us, the Yidn Latayva, for good. And what so the question is, Noach wasn't a Yid. Why is that included in these Psukim? The answer is Val Dishir for Noach and his given Mitzadam Etz Mitzad Etzemailus and Shamas Yisrael. The reason is because Hashem remembering Noyach was why did Hashem remember Noyach? Because of as uh, quoting the the essence of the quality of the Jewish neshama. Noyach contained something which was connected to the et- essence of the Jewish neshama. Was the far and that's why we say begamas Noyach ba'ava zacharta. We add the word Ba'aba, also Noyach you remembered in love. Why do we say in love in regards to Noyach? Love to Hashem means, what does it mean Hashem loves? It means he has a love to the essence of a Jewish Neshama. That's where his love is expressed. So if it says about Noyach that Hashem remembered him in love, it means that Noyach also had a connection to the essence of a Jewish Neshama. And that's why we mention Hashem remembering him in our prayer that he should remember us, the Jewish people. Kumto Yisrael comes out from this. Aschot Shneich is given far Matan Torah. Even though Noach was came before Matan Torah, was damals is given by Novachat of Cholam Eloshin, and it was only at Matan Torah that Hashem made his choice of the Yidden. That idea bechira, the essential connection between Hashem and the Yidden. And Noyach wasn't even similar to the Ovis. That the beginnings of the Jewish people started with the Ovis, as they are called, the fathers, the patriarchs of the Jewish people. So it started with them. But Noyach was, never mind that it was before Matan Torah, before the choice was made, but he was even before the Ovis where it all began. Still, he had a connection to the Neshama of Ayid. That's why Noyach was remembered and remembered in love. And that is because there was a connection between him and the special quality of a Jewish Neshama. The Mitzvah and that also explains. And that's why those karbonas which Noyach brought, because Hashem remembered him in that love, 
and his thankfulness for being saved from the Mabel, for Hashem remembering in love and him in love and saving him from the Mabel. That's why his karbonus for having been remembered in this way as a Yid had us a connection to the karbonus that Yidin bring as well. That he had a connection to Anishamas Yisrael. His, his thankfulness for being remembered in this way as a Yid would be remembered was brought, he brought karbonus in a way that the Yidin bring karbonus. And that also is the explanation of the Medish Zakt wegen the Karbonus from Teres Kainim that the Medish says in regards to the Karbonus in Vayikra of Karbonus Tahirim. The Medish calls it the Karbonus are pure, just like the children are pure, the Karbonus are pure. Because Tahirim is the Agdore in Karbonus from Farmat and Teire. As we said, that Tahir is the way Karbonus were qualified before Matan that was the only standard that they had to meet they had to be tar, everything else was okay so that's why the, the Medish qualifies Karbonus as Tahirim, why? since the inner meaning of a Karbon is as we mentioned before to reveal that essential love from Hashem which it transcends the love that Hashem has for Yid based on his performance of Torah that essential quality connection is expressed even more so in regards to the Karbonus of Noyach that took place before Matan Torah is given the Tzivui of Karbonus Karbonus which were brought even before there was even a command to bring a carbon, a carbon expresses even more so the essential connection that which transcends the mitzvah of a carbon. There wasn't even a mitzvah for a carbon, yet there was a carbon. In other words, it expresses that essential connection. Mashen kenoch matan was when we talk about karbonus after matan Saini the karbonus shal mitzvah. Now the karbonus could already be seen. They should be seen as a mitzvah. Is in Zay the Farnish Nikabagoliv is Anilamilafnapolafantaira. So now that carbon is already qualified as a mitzvah, now it's hard to find in, or at least in a very immediate way, it's hard to see that they are essentially transcendent of Taira mitzvahs, because they themselves are a mitzvah. So you have to really dig deep to see that this expresses an essential connection. But the karbonus that Noyach brought before there was even any mitzvah of a carbon, that expressed that essential connection very readily, very obviously. There is no mitzvah of a carbon. It just expresses an essential connection. And that's why the Medrash sort of put, does a throwback to Noyach when describing Karbonus, there it's clear that the connection is essential. Ches, based on this, we'll also understand what the Medrash talked, that the Medrash says, Matzchilin and we start teaching children from Vayikra. Because let the pure ones come and deal with the, the subject of the pure ones, which is the Karbonus. 
The Dreis Manevat Kufas are now Benegiz to Eden Baklalis. There are three periods in which, uh, in the way Yidin relate to this, to these ideas. Number one, Zin Patentaira, as the Karbonis are experienced and done after Matantaira, then Yidin of Makabal Given and Makayim Given Taira Mitzvah Pitzivah Hashem. When Yidin already received the Taira, now they fulfill the Taira Mitzvahs because Hashem commanded it. Number two, Anhaim Dik from the Ovis, this started from the time of the Ovis. When they fulfilled the whole Torah before it was given, they already fulfilled the Torah, but it was not yet and not obligatory. Number three, even earlier than that, from which started by Noyach, by Demesis, given Nora Shaychas Al Kaponim Ageder from Tumavatara, where there was only a connection to Torah, not that he fulfilled the Torah. But there was already certain parameters from Torah which applied. He already knew about Tumah Vatara. He related to it in that way. He wasn't yet doing Torah, but already had an understanding of the parameters of Torah. So those three periods. Yes, Leimar, one could say, as the Gumosan, that in a similar way, from Didrait Kufas, just like there are three periods there, is Daba Yedin Eden, every Yid has those three periods as well. There is number one, Nochtem vi Erverta Bar Bas Mitzvah. After a Yid becomes a Bar or Bas Mitzvah, Un is an Abachoy Mitzvah, and therefore is now obligated, fully obligated to fulfill all Mitzvahs. Number two, another period, Funzinter is Higia Lechinuch, earlier than Bar Mitzvah, when a child reaches the age when they already must be educated to, to Torah Mitzvahs. That the time of chinuch is a preparation. That when the time that he that he becomes obligated, he will already know, shall already know what to do, how to do it, be accustomed to it, and be able to fully embrace Torah mitzvahs at the time when they become obligated to do it. And then there's number three even before a child reaches the age when it can be educated when it's not possible yet for a child to be able to do Torah Mitzvahs since we're talking about a Jewish child of course the child is already connected to Torah even though he doesn't have to do any of it can't be doing any of it because it's beyond him, he's too young, but a connection he already has. The Yisraelim is then, it's even more than that, it's not just that a, a Jewish child has a connection to Torah, but rather much more, em is gegeben in the Torah, the Torah was given even to a young Jewish child, the Torah Yerusha, as an inheritance. Meirosh as as we say, an inheritance to the nation of Yaakov. We know the law that if, God forbid, a father dies and leaves a young baby, or one day old, that young baby inherits everything. Has a, his, everything in the estate belongs to the child, or at least an equal share belongs to the child. When and has a connection, was given Torah, even as a child, and has a connection to the parameters of Torah so those are the three periods and we bowed as by and since a child 
before even they reach the age where they can be educated. There is no idea of serving Hashem through Torah and Mitzvahs. Is ba'em the far so there when you look at a Jewish child and you say what's his connection to Yiddishkeit what's that child's connection to Hashem obviously not doing not obligated to do mitzvahs not even able to do mitzvahs so what then is his connection the it's clear that the only reason this is a Jewish child and has a connection to Hashem is because Hashem has an essential love to every Jew and that essential connection is even more recognized by a child before they even reach the ability to do any mitzvah and yet is considered a Jewish child therefore it means that Hashem has his a love for a child because there is an essential connection not by anything that the child is able to do so there it's clear that the connection is a, the deeper this deeper level of connection and that's what the Medrash means when it says, let the pure ones come and be studying the pure things, the pure subjects. Since, as we just discussed, the purpose of a carbon is to bring out, to reach down into that essential connection between the Shem and the Yid, that love which transcends Hashem's love to a Yid because he keeps Torah Mitzvahs which is also a great love but there is an even deeper love that is more essential than the love that is based on Torah Mitzvahs and a carbon brings out that love and it's because of that love which is deeper than the love which is based on Torah Mitzvahs that you can get atonement for having violated your connection that's based on Torah mitzvahs. <laughs> the carbonus are are pure in essentially pure art because they reach into that place for that They reach into the place where impurity can't even reach that place can't affect that place the essential connection between Hashem and Ayid is untainted ever by impurity and that a carbon reaches there that's why a carbon is called the pure ones the purity because it is bringing out that level of purity where impurity never even reaches it can't reach there it can't touch there the far is that's why the purity of the children those children that hadn't even reached chinuch were only beginning this is now the very first step in chinuch you're teaching them the first passing that's why they should study in tahirim and those subjects which deal with the essential connection between Hashem and the Yidden that this study in the subject of Tahirim and the Karbonus which reach into the very essence of the connection between Hashem and Eden should be done through the Jewish children which are also pure as the Tanchuma explains what is their purity they don't, they don't know the meaning of they've never tasted sin the oven meaning to say that they don't they're not even you can't even 
relate the concept of sin to a child at that age. The farvos bazei is meir begilu the abba asus and eibish nsayidin because in their life, in their persona, it's clear there. It's obvious that there exists an essential love between Hashem and the yidin, because otherwise, why does Hashem love a young Jewish child who can't do Torah mitzvahs, has never done Torah mitzvahs? That's the meaning of the purity. They live in the love that Hashem has for every yid. Tess. Based on this, we can also understand that it's specifically this idea of let the pure ones come and study the subject of purity. The is the learning of Vayikra by the children. Why it's that which makes sure that the world should continue to exist? Why is that? idea, the idea that makes the world exist. Those was the G'daylum Zainan Oisik in Parshas Karbonas and as he asked before if a, uh, an adult learns Karbonas it's also as if he brought a carbon. So there's a difference. The f- when an adult learns Karbonas is doch nicht am Meise learning about it is not doing it he doesn't bring a carbon, he's learning about a carbon. He is involved in carbonus, in his thoughts. He's studying the subject, even speaking about it, like in davening or in learning, where you say the words, as the explains, as that thought is relates to davening of which is the service of the heart, which is corresponding to carbonus as well, is instead of carbonus. The dibur, and then when we talk about it, is expressed through speech. That's the learning of the subject of carbonus. So it's either practiced through thought or practiced through speech. The main function of thought and speech is to reveal what I'm thinking. A person thought has an idea, so he can express it to himself in thought to another person in speech. Or another function of uh, thought and speech is to express my feelings, so I can eat to myself or to another person. In zei is der ike nishda oisiz vel chazayna mabuzdem seichel adademida. When you think or speak, the focus is not on the words that you're saying, the letters that you're using, it's more the content that you're conveying by those words. So the focus is not the words you use, but what is the idea that you're transmitting, both to yourself and to others. Now the Rather, it's the feeling that is conveyed, that's carried through those words and letters. So therefore what is manifest, what a person takes when he hears a per, another person speak, is what the person said, felt, and, and the, the idea that he has. So therefore that doesn't express the essential quality of a yid which doesn't come from the person when you focus on the person what his thoughts are what his feelings are 
So then you're focusing on the person, what his accomplishments are, what's unique about him. But you miss that there is something much deeper about this person, which is that Hashem chose him as a Yid. So by saying things, it doesn't express essential connection. It expresses connection which is based on who you are. It's only through the reading and saying the words by a child. And even when we talk about a child, it's right at the beginning, the very first posseg that he learns, the very first wading into the study of Torah. It's talking about the beginning of the study schedule for a child. Which means that they are not yet in the in the role of being educated. It's just beginning. And therefore they certainly don't understand what they're saying. They have no feeling about Karbonus. They have no ideas about Karbonus. They don't understand it at all. They're saying the words. And as you see in the actual Minig, which is, It's only the first time that they learn. They learn the Pesukim and Vayikra. But then, they don't continue in Vayikra. They then switch to some other curriculum. Each place, according to the way they see it important, should it start at Bereshe, should it start at some other place, but it doesn't continue in Vayikra. In other words, they're not yet understanding the words of Vayikra at all. And to them it's only saying the words, it's just repeating the words. They don't understand what it is. The is To them, the way they speak it, it's not about what the idea that they're conveying. They don't know what the idea that they're conveying is by those words. Rather, it's more about they're moving their lips and forming words, and that's what they're that's the only thing they're able to accomplish by saying these psukim. And it's only this kind of learning, or speaking, or doing, you know, reading the psukim of Ayikra, which can bring out and reveal the the essential love that the Hashem has to Yidin. Not he's saying things that I like. He understands what he's talking about. He wants to be close to me because like a carbon doesn't understand anything that he's saying. It's Therefore, it conveys only that Hashem has a love for him, despite the fact that he has no idea what he's saying. As we said before, that Hashem's choice of Yid was in the body. That's where it's expressed. And therefore, by saying the words and not understanding what it is, that brings out the absolute perfection that of the love that exists between Hashem and the, the essential love. And that's why it's based on this kind of mouthing the words of Karbanas that causes the world to continue to exist. Because ultimately it exists only because of the essential love that Hashem has to Yidin. And that's expressed by a child saying the, the words of Karbanas more than when adult says it because then it becomes already about what he understands and how he relates to it and so on.